Now will you turn in this 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians. And in verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. The Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. I uh, thought that before we went to communion today, that I would read you from our own confession of faith on this matter. We are a confessional church. We are bound to a faith and to a creed. And in view of the revolution that's now taking place in all these other circles with the laying aside of this confession, I think that it's very important that my own people and you people understand these great realities of our faith as they concern the whole counsel of God. Now in the chapter, in the confession on the Lord's Supper, it begins like this. Our Lord Jesus, in the night wherein he was betrayed, starts out with this same scriptural quotation instituted the sacrament of his body and blood. When we come to this table now, we go right back without any break, without any interruption to that moment when our Savior stood there and instituted it. We come right into the very presence of his will and of his act. Our Lord, in the night in which he was betrayed, instituted the sacrament of his body and blood, called the Lord's Supper to be observed in his church unto the end of the world for the perpetual remembrance of the sacrifice of himself in his death, the sealing of all benefits thereof unto true believers, their spiritual nourishment and growth in him, their future engagement in and to all duties which they owe unto him, and to be a bond and a pledge of their communion with him and with each other as the members of his mystical body. We're all members of his mystical body. This is a bond, it's a, it's a tie with Christ. And it's a tie with each other. Christ instituted it. It is to be a perpetual remembrance. And it represents our connection with him. And then our union, one with the other. Let me read you a little more of this. This is our own great confession, beautiful summary of these truths. 
In this sacrament, Christ is not offered up to the Father. Nor in any real sacrifice made at all for remission of sins. But only a commemoration. Of that once offering up of himself by himself upon the cross once for all. And a spiritual oblation of all possible praise unto God for the same. Now listen to this. So that the popish sacrifice of the mass, as they call it, is most abominably injurious to Christ. One only sacrifice, the alone propitiation of all sin of the elect. And beloved, when these Presbyterians go into the Roman Catholic churches and they're having these joint masses now and these joint communions, they're utterly denying the very nature of the death of Christ. In such acts. Now may I read you this about the sacrament. Sacraments are holy signs and seals. Of the covenant of grace. Immediately instituted by God. To represent Christ and his benefits. And to confirm our interest in him. As also... To put a visible difference between those that belong unto the church and the rest of the world. Those of us who belong to his church, we have through these sacraments a visible difference. Only the believers to partake of this. The unbeliever and the ungodly? No. Only the believers to be baptized. The unbeliever, the ungodly? No. And solemnly to engage them to the service of God in Christ according to his word. There be only two sacraments ordained by Christ. That is to say, baptism and the supper of the Lord. Neither of which may be dispensed by any but by a minister of the word lawfully ordained. The sacraments of the Old Testament. In regards of the spiritual things thereby signified and exhibited. Were for substance the same with those of the New Testament. You see, in the Old Testament, they had two of them. One was the Passover. And that, so far as spiritual things is concerned, is identically the same as the Lord's Supper. Jesus was taking the Passover. He was celebrating it. And at the close of that Passover feast, when they ate of that roasted lamb, Jesus then turned and made the transition and gave us the New Testament. So far as their spiritual value is concerned, so far as their meaning is concerned, the Old Testament sacraments had the same meaning as the New Testament sacraments. Now then in the case of baptism, in the Old Testament, it was circumcision 
which God gave to Abraham to represent that newness, circumcision of the heart, not made with hands. And he commanded that he circumcise his son eight days of age. And in the New Testament, baptism takes the place of that sign of the new heart and the new circumcision. And that transition is clearly made for us. And so it is on that same covenant basis that we bring our children and have them baptized, just as the sons and the children of Abraham were brought in circumcision. A complete, beautiful, perfect parallel which God gives in his word. We are a people under a great covenant of grace. Covenant of grace. Whereby God has come down to us by his son to lift us up and to give us everlasting life. Now I have repeated to you and I will be repeating to you through the years that there are three special means. That God uses to give you grace. Three of them. And we must not neglect these means. We must attend to them. We must be faithful in the use of these means. The first is the word of God. This Bible. You must read it. You must sit under the preaching of it. You must hear it expound. And as the word is given to you, the Spirit of God speaks through that word to your soul for the salvation of your soul. And then after you're saved, for the nourishment and the edification of your soul. And the Bible is the first means of God's grace to your soul. Second is prayer. You must pray. We open our service with prayer. We have a pastoral prayer. And I thought this morning when I went to the home of this dear member whom we've loved and known these many years, and his wife told me that last night the Lord took him when he was on his knees praying. What a marvelous way to go to heaven. On your knees praying. And the Lord just comes and we'll finish that prayer in heaven. But prayer in the name of Christ gets through to God. And God comes back down in answer in grace and blessing to you. And we have to be a people of prayer. And you get grace in it. In the third place, the sacraments are means of grace. When we take of this sacrament today, Christ ordained it. We're seeking to honor him in it. Your heart must be open to receive it. You must ask him to forgive you of your sins and go from this place rededicated and consecrated to walk in newness of life. And God will give you grace in this sacrament. Same way with the sacrament of baptism. It's only to be administered once. While I was in India, I saw a Hindu convert baptized. He left Hinduism, the worship of the monkeys and the cows. And I saw him stand there, 
and confess his faith. And they baptized him. And I saw that young man, the joy that was in his heart that he had turned away from darkness and had received the glorious light that there is in Jesus Christ. God gave that man grace in his baptism. Let us be a people of grace. Let us be a people of faith. Let us attend to the means that God has ordained for the blessing of our souls and for the cleansing of our bodies. That we might be his people. Let us turn now please to this great hymn. 292, Break Thou the Bread of Life. And we'll take the communion together. Just the first two stanzas. the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now let us pray. 
Our Father, in faith, we lay aside these elements. We ask that they may be consecrated to this holy end for which our Lord appointed them. Open our hearts, Father, and oh, may we be partakers of Jesus Christ. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Amen. As the bread is passed, may we all please just hold it and we'll eat together. Likewise, likewise, as the cup is passed, may we all just hold it. Now we invite all who are the children of God, who've been saved and who've been united with his church, and who are truly sorry for your sins, to come and join with us today. The children of our families who have not been received into the membership of the church by making their confession are to wait until they do that. And now the Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples saying, This bread is my body which is broken for you. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? 
who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. But as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Upon them that fear him. And his righteousness unto children's children to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his host, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ere thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction, and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as asleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. 
for all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told, for the days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. been overlooked. And our Savior said, take and eat. same manner our Savior took the cup.
Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling, and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf cometh, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is an hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from my Father. For which of those works do ye stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, and because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. And our Savior said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, Yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Then saith she unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, 
the Son of God, which should come into the world. Jesus said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot hear them now. Albeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall not speak of himself. He shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore, said I, that he will take of mine and shall show it unto you. A little while and ye shall not see me, and again a little while and ye shall see me, because I go to my Father. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? And who hath first given unto him that it should be recompensed unto him again? For of him and through him and to him are all things. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.
has anyone been overlooked in the passing of the cup? Our Savior said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Drink ye all of it. Father and our God, we thank thee for the heavenly places into which thou hast brought us by thy grace. We're pilgrims, we're strangers, we don't belong down here. But thou hast called us with thine everlasting love, and we shall spend eternity glorifying thee. Now be with us in the midst of the troubles of this old world. May we be able to endure the affliction and be good soldiers of Jesus Christ. Father, we are in thy hands. Keep our spirits. For Christ's sake, amen. And now we read that before they went out, they sang a hymn together. And let us sing, just as I am, without one plea, we all know it, just one verse.